Welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. This is Sky. Today I wanted to share a mini episode of the conversation I had with my friend Gabby. Um, Gabby is a holistic life coach, and we met a couple years ago during our health coaching certification course. And so we're always in touch and uh, decided to do this this episode for my podcast. And I wanted to go ahead and share this clip with all of you today. Um, when I publish the full episode a week from Sunday, I definitely plan on giving a proper introduction to Gabby because I do have a lot to say about her. She's amazing. And I hope you enjoy this clip. At this point of the conversation, Gabby was explaining about really connecting with the highest version of ourselves and trying not to, you know, get stuck with the limiting beliefs that that hold us back. And a lot of times these are beliefs that, you know, we've had since childhood for for various reasons. And so this part of the conversation meant a lot to me. So I wanted to share it today. If you know anybody who would be interested in these topics, please share a link to the episode and be sure and subscribe. And we'll just jump right in. The ego self is, and it's, it is a weird concept to understand because when we're just living our lives, we don't really think of these different versions we have of ourselves, but it's, and I've talked about this in my high vibe guide or ebook is that we are programmed from a very young age to have the beliefs of other people around us. So how the subconscious works is versus the conscious mind, the subconscious mind absorbs every single thing that you're told as a child and doesn't discern between that's not true. This is true. And so if you're three years old and your parents are saying, you know, to each other, or they're fighting a lot, or they're criticizing themselves, like, you know, your mother may have not you sky, but like someone's mother might have like an eating problem or body dysmorphia. And they are constantly saying things like, Oh, I look so fat in this outfit, or I look so ugly today. Our three-year-old selves are around our parents all the time. We're looking to them to learn who to be. So we are just, our brain is absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And so that you, you know, a person may hold that belief of I'm ugly, I'm fat. And they may be, they, it may, they may look anyway. They don't look a certain way. They just hold that belief and they don't know where it comes from. They don't know why. There are also other beliefs like I'm not good enough. I'm not deserving of money or wealth because our parents struggled and we're always talking about how money is difficult. It's never enough. And I am a, I am someone who experienced that. So that's where it starts. And our ego is the version of ourselves, our survival mode self. We're all born with it. It's human. And we're also born with a soul or a higher version of ourself. And the journey of this life is to uncover your true soul self and still honor your ego, but have them take the back seat because the ego, especially from a young age is trying to protect you. And so why I mentioned those subconscious beliefs is because if you're trying to survive and fit in your family, right? Fitting in is part of a survival mechanism. You're going to mirror and act like your family. And so you may pick up those body dysmorphia traits. You may start dieting at a young age because your parents are that way. 
And you may hide parts of yourself because you fear that if you share those hidden parts, you're not going to be accepted. And so that is what keeps us stuck in these behavioral patterns that might not align with who we really are. And then when we get to adulthood, we're like so far from who we actually are, who our soul is. And some of us like wake up to it and we go, oh my gosh, who am I? Whether that's at 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. And some of us never wake up and we live in an ego state and we're chasing money, fame, you know, success. And we're not really able to connect to maybe the things that are important to the soul. And, and that is how we get stuck in life is if we get hooked on those limiting beliefs, like, I'm not worthy of success. Who am I to think I could go start my own business? My parents told me from a young age, like I need to be a lawyer or a doctor. And so we live out those beliefs, not realizing that we are in control of our own destiny and our soul has everything we need to know about who we actually are and what's going to be in alignment. So hopefully that kind of explains the two. Yeah, that was... I can't even explain, um, you know, I, I just watching a lot of and reading different things, you know, as a parent and you read a lot about how, you know, you're writing on the slate of a child, you know, their first impressionable years. Um, but you just saying that about, I mean, that, that was seriously a huge aha for me. Um, a little emotional even, cause it's, it's kind of, you know, you just don't realize how much it's kind of crazy because my mom, you know, unknowingly mirrored a lot of those things to me, you know, and never, never intentionally. I mean, she was a great mom, yeah. you know, I'm not saying anything bad. And then I turned around and I'm like, as you're speaking, I'm just like, how much of that have I done to my girls? And I think I've thought of that before. Like I recognize that because one of my biggest um, accomplishments, I think with my getting my health together was literally feeling like I'm have kind of not redeemed, but like, we're teaching our kids who to be and, and, you know, what they're capable of. And I feel like for so many years, I always wanted to be in the background and I always, you know what I mean? Like I, I, my self-esteem was so low that I just felt so good that I could finally show my girls, like, you know, value yourself, you know, you're worth all this effort. You're worth the time, the everything like you, you know, just being who you are today, you know, you're worth all of it. And, and so you just saying that it was, it was kind of crazy how, you don't recognize that in yourself and that's, or, or that we put that on the slate of who we are, even though my mom was never saying those things to me, I started dieting at 11 years old, Yeah, you know, 11 years old from yeah. then on, I have been trying to, you know what I mean? Like just never having that belief that I was good enough, you know what I mean? And so, and then unfortunately I carry that pattern on to my girls and I'm hoping to break that cycle of, you know, I didn't know better. And when we know better, we do better, but I appreciate that the way that you explain that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's beautiful what you say, because you are acknowledging that you recognize that about yourself and you realize the power that you had. And you, you said you, you helped them believe they're worthy and you realize what your parents did and how to change it. And a hundred percent, I agree with what you said. Our parents do their absolute best. We do our absolute best and we can't, it's that self-compassion of, 
and that awareness, it's amazing that you have that awareness now and you know, and then your daughters will go on to teach their children in a better way. And that's what generational changes and releasing that. And I think that's why it's so important for all of us to work on ourselves because we then better the people around us. And it's okay that our parents maybe did, they didn't do a great job in some areas, but that's how we learn. That's how we, we get our power back and then help our children and other people. And I feel like as much as, you know, it's always kind of the joke as a mom, as you'll find out, do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) (laughs) we We always say that. And I would always say that, but when you think about when it comes to health and wellness too, like we would always tell our kids, I would always tell my kids to do a certain thing and act a certain way. And, and, you know, you worry more about their health and then you're not really taking care of yourself as the mom. And I guess I'm just saying, you know, once you start living it and being living that example, not really just trying to teach them through our words, but trying to live an example of value yourself and who you are, you know, I feel like, you know, as young women, sometimes I feel like the girls don't quite understand some of you will always attract how at your core you feel about yourself. And that's something you can't really teach to somebody, you you know, you have to go through life experiences. And, but I hope that um, by the changes I made in my life that I can kind of help them a little more than what I felt like I was stuck in for so many years. So that's, yeah. Thank you for all that. That really, that's, that was really a gift. Yeah, of course. And I think it's really, it's such an interesting thing to realize the only way to to teach them is to go through it yourself. And that's the hard part is like going from that low self-esteem, like you're saying to, wow, I'm worthy. Look at what I've done. And they're watching you go through that transformation and realizing what's possible. And it's like you, I think you made a really good point about you do attract based on those beliefs I'm talking about. And so you may not even realize I'm holding this belief or a person might not realize I'm holding this belief. It's like a subconscious level. They don't, there's nothing that they're thinking they're telling themselves. I mean, deep down they are, they don't realize it, but it's at such a subconscious level uh, or how much you value yourself as you are not, you know, not because you have to get to this certain point, make this much money, lose this much weight, look this way. It's not about that, but just like who you are as you know, in your core being. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think really how you treat yourself and that's, that's really how it begins is what you're saying about self-worth and worthiness. And if we can view it in that simplest way of starting inwards, because then when we start with that simple belief, for example, I am worthy of the things that I desire, whether that's good health, healthy weight, you know, a successful job that I really love. Yeah. it ripples out because as we constantly repeat that affirmation to ourselves, as I talk about in my book, it's that then our decisions are going to almost start being made from that place. I hope that you enjoy that part of our conversation. I will definitely put a link to Gabby's high vibe guide um, when I publish the full episode next week. And, you know, it's five steps to raising your vibration and it's kind of the 101 to starting out with some of the mindful practices, you know, um, gratitude, affirmations, meditation. Um, Gabby talks about high vibe foods and also getting grounded in nature. 
And it's just a, a nice, easy read as she includes some worksheets in there so people can kind of personalize getting started with one of these practices. So, you know, just learning the benefits of them and how much these changes in your mindset can enhance your life. Um, more than anything, I really enjoy talking with Gabby because she gives me such a good, you know, understanding of you know, your ego versus, you know, trying to connect to that higher version of yourself. And it's so interesting to me to learn how, you know, our mind being in the, the in our ego is trying to protect us from, you know, failure or, you know, getting hurt, um, putting yourself out there. It's like, you know, that's that part of ourselves that wants to keep us safe and keep us in that comfort zone. And, you know, but it gets so monotonous. And so I just love the idea of trying to step out of out of our ego and, you know, really trying to connect with that higher version of ourself and just kind of changing your energy. And it's also interesting to me and it's such a learning curve. And I just, Gabby explains it so well. So I love, I love these conversations with her. Please uh, share a link to this episode and I hope you tune in when we publish next Sunday. Thank you.